So today's daf is daf nun beis. In Mesachas Yilamis, page 52, we pick up from the two dots, which is five lines from the top of the Umbar. We're going to cover a few fascinating sugyas today. We're going to learn a lot about Mimer and how Mimer actually functions as a resin, very similar to a marriage. We're going to come across an idea within that topic, which until now we've been saying that in order to properly perform Yibam, what do we do? Yibam or Chalitza. That's, that's the start all and the end all, right? That's the Dairaisa. However, we're going to see today that there's even an opinion that in order to do Yibam, ready for this? B itself is not, does not suffice. That's not really the way to do it. The way to do Yibam is by giving money, by doing Mimer and the Bia. That's actually... The, if, you, if we were to do Yibam, we don't do it nowadays for reasons we gave earlier, okay? But, and nowadays we'll actually encourage very strongly a chalitza, practically speaking, halacha lemaisa. But in the times where we were encouraging a Yibam, so we would do it as long as there was a mimer done beforehand. We specifically wanted that, and we'll see, we'll see why on, on today's Ombud. That's going to be the first sugya we go through. And then we're going to learn a lot as well about, uh, about Gittin. A lot of, of fascinating topics today. Here we go. Five lines from the top of Nun Beit Amar Aleph. Asa Maimer Uba'al Harezu If a person does Maimer and then he does Bia, ah, Azoy is a mitzvah. That's the mitzvah. That's how you do it. Says the Gemara, one second. Should we say that this mission is a riot to Ravuna? Ravuna says, Mitzvah By a mitzvah Yavama, you know how to do it? Says Ravuna. You do Arison and then a beer. It's not that you don't go straight into beer. You got to do an Arison, Mekadesh, you got to acquire with money, and then you do beer. Says the Gemara, Ema, Afsek, Kimitzvasa. No, not necessarily a proof to Ravuna, because by our Mishnah saying that this is the mitzvah, maybe what our Mishnah means is that even if you do Mimer and then beer, that also is considered the proper way. But it doesn't mean it's the only way. No, it's according to Ravuna. Ravuna seems to imply the only way to make it the proper way is by doing Kedushin, which is giving over money, which is like Mimer, and then Bia. We said, our mission seems to be like that. It says, it says you know, our, the lush on the mission was, Harezu Kimitzvah. To which the Gemara is responding, no, not necessarily. Harezu Kimitzvah means this is like how you do the mitzvah. It doesn't mean it's Mamish, the only way to do the mitzvah. Fine, no riot. Says Gemara, Pshita. Okay. So if you're going to say that afzeh kimitzvasa, so now this is pasha. This is simple. If I were to do uh, mimer and then I were to do bia, would anybody think this wasn't a mitzvah? No. So if we're going to say afzeh, we're saying that's God. Grace chiddush. Why is this a big chiddush? If you do mimer nechlis, why is it a bigger chiddush? Oh, uh, than yibum. Why is it a bigger chiddush over yibum itself? Go ahead. Yeah. But why is this any different than a regular Kedushin? If an outsider is looking through the window, they're going to think this is a regular Kedushin and not a Yavama and a Yavama. Well, what's your question? You want to know why, why it should be any less? Well, no, what's the Nafgamina? A regular Kedushin is, is Kesef and Bia. Very good. And, and Yibam, at least according to Ravuna, is Kesef and Bia. Okay, so what, what are you asking? What are you asking? I would think if there's some type of zinga or something between the Yavam and the Yavama, 
you shouldn't need the exact same things as a woman from the shuk. Okay, so you're asking why mimer would be the ideal. Yeah, I mean, why, why is it the exact same thing and not something less to reflect the zika that already exists? Good, good. Let's, let's read the answer. Let's learn the answer together. Just one more step, and then we'll get into this. Says the Gemara So could I the I would have thought to say since the Tana taught us if a person does mimer with his yivama you know what happens when you do mimer? Listen closely. The yibum that was there, the zika that was there, leaves the chala alav zikas erisin vinesuin, and all of a sudden you enter regular tiras kedushin. Once you do mimer, you know what we're back to? Kedushin tafbeis. Ha'isha niknis bekesef shtarubiyah. Now that you gave money, okay, so now you left the Yibam. Huh? I would say that now when you do biyah, you're no longer doing the mitzvah of Yibam. You know what you're doing? The mitzvah of Nesuin. Very gishmak. Kamash Malan comes along. The Mishra to teach us that no. Even when you do a Misa Erisin, you do a Misa Kedush with Mimer, the Bia afterwards still blives, very Gishmak, right? The Bia afterwards still blives to be the Mitzvah of Yibam. Gufa, a piece of a piece of Bryce, so we're now going to go through the, the you know, pretty much come out with the same idea, but we're going to take it step by step. Gufa, a piece of a previously quoted um, statement. Number of Hunavuna says, Mitzvahs Yavamin Mekadesh Vachach the ideal way to do Yibum is Kedushin and then Bia. Now, remember, this is a big change from the first 51 blot of Yavamas. The first 51 blot we learned, you could do Mimer to set aside this woman for yourself. It's kind of like what we're saying here is in Ravuna's statement, like we'd said earlier, no, 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 the way to do it Properly, you do a mimer. Then Boab also mimer. Let's say you did Bia before mimer. Kana, it does work. It does, you, 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 you made a Kenyan, Beseder. Did he do it properly? No. But Beseder. It works. Lamaisa, she's your wife. And Boab also mimer. Says, Mark, one second. If you do Bia, aren't you, she's your full fledged wife. And then you give her money. Says the Gemara, Pshita, the Hakanya Babia. You know what mimer after Bia on Yavama's like? Buying your wife an eternity band. You know what I mean? Like uh, all you're doing is, is, is letting her spend money on jewelry or you're buying her a whatever you're buying her. This is a gift you're giving your wife. Ask the Gemara, Bia and then mimer? Shaykhis. What, what mimer is, this is not, that's not doing Yibam anymore. She's your full-fledged wife with the Bia and now you're buying her a present. Says Gemara, Leima and Baal, Belay mimer, Kana. If he had Bia, even if he didn't do Mimer, he's kinda. Says the Gemara, listen to this. Really? And if we thought that this sugya is changing the first 51 blot, listen to the next couple words. There's a brysa that says, a man who does Bia with his Yavama gets Malkus. If he doesn't do Mimer first. You hit it. It's not just, oh, my, you should do mimer, you could, you hit it. If you don't do mimer, mamishinavir. Mamishinavir. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. What do you mean, Bia Vakachma works? <laughs> we learned you get Malkus. 
Now, Malkus usually is going to be a Dairaisa. If you transgress a biblical uh, transgression of the Torah, so that's why you get Malkus. So Gemara is saying, if the Bryce is saying you get Malkus, it must be that it's not, that it's wrong. It's an Isser. It's a transgression. To which the Gemara responds, no. You know why you're getting Malkus? Midrabonon. Malkus mardus midrabonon. There's times where the Rabbonon say, listen, the reason why you're getting Malkus is not because of a biblical transgression, but we the Chachamim are saying that you're going to, you're going to get lashes you're going to get Malkus, you're going to get flogged for what you did. What you did, we, we're not happy with your style. Okay? We're not happy with what you did. Now, let's explain why. Let's explain why. The Chachamim wanted that when you do, when a person performs the mitzvah of Yibam, there's a proper way to build a relationship with your wife. You don't just go straight into Bia. Okay? And as we're going to see, as well, you know, even though the Mishnah says, Ha'ish and Kedushin, by a regular marriage, how do you acquire a woman? Bekesef, Shtar, and Bia. Is there anybody who encourages the marriage to take place with a Bia? No. There's nobody who encourages that. That's what's bothering the Chacham here as well. It's very nice. Yavam is Nicholas Babia. You know what they say? But if you go, if you, if, if that's how you're making the acquisition without a mimer, without some sort of acquis, a, a monetary acquisition first to build the relationship, mm, no, we're not going for this. There's going to be Malkus. Derav Mangid. We're going to now give a, a few situations where Rav gave Malkus rabbinic mandemekadesh bebia, a person who was mekadesh with bia, even though as we just said it's allowed. He says, no, I'm going to give you Malkus if you do that. Uman de Mekadesh Beshuka, or a person who gives Kedushin to a woman in the marketplace. Okay? Now, it's just, you know, it's, uh, the, the way you're doing it is inappropriate. Uman de Mekadesh Fascinating, yeah? A person who marries a woman without involving themselves in Shidduchim. Now, what does it mean in Shidduchim? What it means is, you don't, and this is fascinating, you do not make all the proper financial arrangements beforehand. You don't set this up in a way of respect to ensure that both husband and wife are, going, are aware and comfortable with the financial arrangement that's going to happen. That's Shaduchi. That's Shaduchi. And also, Uman de Gita. And he would also give Malkus to a person who was Mavatal Get. Okay? A person sends a get to his wife with a Shliach, and then he backs off. After the Shliach leaves, oh, I've changed my mind. Uman de Masar Gita. And also a person who writes that a get that he wrote is forced, and therefore it's not valid. You hear this? Rob says if you ever do that, you're going to get Malkus. Now you could do that. You could mess this whole thing up, and shkoyach. You know, la halacha could be a problem, or it would be a problem. But you're going to get malchus for that. Uman de pakashlicha darabon, and also a person who's a machutzif, who has chutzpah to a shliach bezdin. When the rabbanon send the messenger to a person, and they talk to you, and you have you have chutzpah to them, you don't treat them as agents of the chachamim. Also, he gave malchus. A person who the Chum have put into Cherim, uh, they've excommunicated him for 30 days, and he doesn't care. 
You know how we know he doesn't care? He doesn't show up to Bezdin to talk about it. Be like, who's this Bezdin? Who are these guys? Who are these rabbis? A person who do, who's not gyrus, who doesn't recognize, who doesn't who doesn't respect uh, a message of a Bezdin enough, or a or a cherim of a Bezdin, a separation where he's not he doesn't show up for thirty days once he receives a letter. Also, but like he doesn't come to try to change things. Interestingly, you could have a Bezdin that puts a guy into cherim. Nothing's going to happen to the guy. There's no there's no malchus. But if you don't show up and you're not gyrus the whole thing, that's where the problem starts. The al chasana the doyer and also on a chasan on a son-in-law who lives in the father-in-law's home. Okay. Now, says the Gemara just to explain this last idea: a son-in-law is not allowed to sleep in the in-law's house. The doyer in the chalif loy. This seems to imply that if they move in permanently, that's a problem. But the chalif, you know, they come in for yomtif. No problem. Says Gemara, but one second. Rav Sheshis once put a guy who even just showed up, by his, stayed by his in-laws temporarily, and he put him in cherim. Says Gemara, who made them have a doya Yeah, there were things going on between him and his mother-in-law, and they wanted to separate the two, and he didn't care about that. You see from here, this, you, you know, this is just an example where you can have a situation where there's a suspected romantic relationship either taking place or open potential for a romantic relationship to happen, even that's an avira. People say, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, what, what do you think I did already? That's not the problem. The problem is not if you talk and did something. It's a problem by putting yourself into a situation where you're even suspected, where people can even think such a thing, that Elaine, that itself makes you worthy of receiving malchus. Nardayamri, the people of Nardo said, Rav. In all the original cases, Rav did not decree Malkus. The only two situations where he would automatically put a person into the flogging box, yeah, the penalty box, we'll call it, is a person who's Makadish Babia instead of Kesef and Star, or a person who's Mishadib Shaduchi. Okay, they didn't uh, work it all out beforehand. Vigadamri, Afibu b'shaduche nami, even even by shaduche mishum pritzusa. Okay, and the the only time he gave malchus is because of pritzus. You, you don't start out a relationship. You don't uh, you don't have erison straight with bia. That's inappropriate. As much as the dairaisa allows it, that's not the way to do it. And because of pritzus, they would put such a person into cherim. Fascinating halacha gavaldik. Tanu Rabbanu, the rabbis learn so should we. How would they do Maimer nice and la Kesef? Kesef the Yavam would give Kesef or the value, would give money or the value of money to the Yavam to the woman. Okay. And now she set aside for him. Ubishtar Ketzad. He would also, uh, you, uh, what about with a star? Okay. How would he create Maimer with a document? Says Gemara, one second. Bishtar Ketzad. How would you create Maimer with a document? Kedamar, we just explained. You'd write on a piece of paper or on pottery. This piece of paper does not need to be worth a pruta. It could be worth, as they say, on the back of coupons in the United States, uh, worth one twentieth of a cent. 
believe a lot of coupons say that on it, yeah? So you have a piece of paper. That's not worth a pruta. You have a broken piece of pottery. It's not worth a pruta necessarily. You know what he writes on it? He says, he writes, on her, he writes to her as mimer, Hareat mikudeshes li. You are married to me. That's a star. Listen, you know what? That is considered a document that works in marriage. That's considered a document that works in mimer. Amr Abay Abay says, Hochi Kamar, Shtar Ksuvas Yuvamim Ketzad. What is the ksuba of Yavam? That's fascinating. Yeah, you hear this? It's like this. How do you acquire a regular woman? Document. How do you acquire mimer? Document. Here's the question. In addition to the acquisition, the sages instituted a ksuba. We're going to get into ksuba now. It's a fascinating, fascinating situation. The rabbis say, a husband and wife are not allowed to be together if the wife is unaware where her ksuba is. You don't need to know every last detail. This is a lachlamai, so she doesn't have to know exactly like what drawer it's in, but she has to know the general location where she has access to it. Otherwise, a husband and wife is not allowed to be together. All right? Says the Gemara, if a yavama is taken by the yavam, what type of ksuba? How do, what does that look like? What's, what's going to say in it? What's he writing to her? Says the Gemara, Kaisivla. This is what he writes to her. Ana Pliny bar Pliny. Me. Ruvain ben Shimon. Kabilis yas Plinus yavimti alai. I accept the financial response, or actually, I accept responsibility of my Yavama on me. Lozum, I will give food. Ulefarnisa, and I will earn a livelihood. Karoi, as she needs. Ubovad shatehe ksubasa al nichsei bala harishen. Except, however, when it comes to the original ksuba by not a yibam situation, so the husband himself is taking financial responsibility to pay out if there's a divorce or a death. But he says in his ksuba that the, if, if the marriage ends with a chi of ksuba, with a ksuba obligation, the money's going to be coming from my dead brother. It's going to be coming from his estate. It's not coming from my estate. This says the Gemara, the ilas lamirishan, if the original brother did not have any money, the Chachamim say, the Yavam must be the one to back up the Ksuba, we will not allow a Jewish woman to be married without a financial written promise that if something happens, there's, uh, you're going to have to pay up. Why? So it's not easy for any husband to divorce his wife. Let's now get into the sugya of Gitin. Abai says to Rabba, said to Rabba, um, a shayla searching for information. No son, lo get v'yamar. If the yavam gave a yavama a get, and he says, Hareya megurash es many. Behold, you are megurish, you are divorced from me. The i'at muteres lechaladon. Let me tell you something. A yavam says yavama, I'm divorcing you, but you cannot marry whoever you want. That's going to be up to me still. Mahu, what is the halacha? What is the Allah? Okay. Now Rashi says like this. Rashi says a fascinating thing. We know this is not a valid get. So Rashi says. We know they're not divorced. You know why they're not divorced? Because a get by definition means you are cut off. You cannot hold on to the strings and be like, I'm divorcing you conditionally. You, I don't like this guy. You can never marry. That's not a get. Because think about it. Ready? Unfortunately, people, you, you have men who use Gittin as a weapon. How can they use it as a weapon? Because a man 
biblically can really marry a second woman. A woman cannot biblically marry another man. She's one. What, what Kedushin does is it sanctifies her, separates her from the ability to marry any other man. So what does it get? You know what a get is by definition? Permitting her and giving her those rights back. You're going to hold on to those rights and call it a get? <laughs> no, not an option. Certainly not. But here is Abaye's question from Rabbah. Okay? What is the halacha about whether you now are going to become forbidden in the halacha of once you decided you're not going to be married to her, you can never marry her again. You're still connected, but did you, did you transgress this idea? That's how Rashi explains. So now the Gemara gets into this. Get Yavama the Rabbanon who, the uh, get of Yavama, the whole thing initially is the Rabbanon. Get me Hamni Beishiz Ish, Mahamni Be Yavama. So a uh, get that works by Neish Ish to work by Yavama. Get the Lai Mahani Beishiz Ish, Lai Mahani Be Yavama, Oidoma, or perhaps Asila Chuvegita. Or maybe this get that you're giving her is going to be confused with any other get. And we're going to say, oh, if you write it in this one, we're going to permit it to be written in other ones. Okay, now remember, this is a Yavam to his Yavama. They're. They were never fully married. He didn't do Bia. She's still called a Yavama. She's not called his wife. Okay? That's the Shiloh there. Omar Rabbah, Rabbah says, Yeah, we are concerned and therefore you can't, uh, you can't write such a thing in. The whole thing didn't work. There's no problem. The, the whole Shiloh does it. The whole uh, issue is not going to start. There's no transgression. Eh, it's garnished. Master Rabbi Barchanan, Rabbi Barchanan asks a challenging question. Let's say Yavam gives Yavama a piece of paper. Are you going to say that he is puzzled because people are going to say, oh, it's a regular get? All he did is give her a piece of paper. Do people know what's written on the paper? His question is like this. Why are, we con- why are we concerned you can't write that on the get? Because people are going to see, oh, you gave a regular get. Then they're going to look at it. And you see says, well, once people look at it, they're going to see it's not a regular get. So then why is it different than giving her a blank piece of paper? Why aren't you concerned? People are just going to see you handing over a document. They're not going to know what's written on it. You have the same concern. Amar he says to him, no. He says, if you give an empty piece of paper to a woman, she's not puzzled from kahuna. She's not a divorcee. Meaning... If they're married now, and then her husband dies, she's just a regular widow. And she's mutter to a Kohen. But by this puzzle get, when you write the wrong thing, okay, if he says, if, um, if a, a Kohen or gives his wife a get, or somebody else gives their wife a get, says, you are, you, uh, um, you are divorced, hayat megureshesli, as ubovad, as long as ve'iat mutaras lecholagam, you're not allowed to to be to marry anybody else. The halacha is that she still has the status of being a divorcee, and he can't take her back. The tanya v'isha grusha v'isha la'ikachu afilu leinis garsha elamisha. Even if she was only divorced from her husband, meaning the husband says, "I'm divorcing you from me," but you can't marry anybody else. So it's a different type of get. It's a it's a kahuna they could get. You're right, you're, you're not completely divorced, but now you wrote that you're separated from me. Even then, a Kohen can't take her back. This is called a reach haget, a bad stench, a bad smell of a get that makes a woman puzzle from kahuna. Hence, says the Gemara, bottom line is 
do not connect the case of an empty piece of paper to a to the other piece of paper because the other piece of paper, the Maisa, will pass it from Kuhu. Okay. Listen to this. A guy tells a sofer, write a get for my arusa. He puts a, a ring on his wife's finger and then he walks over to a scribe and he says, I want you to write a get, which is, as soon as I do nisuin, agarsha, I want her to be divorced. Okay? So he's in a area of Arison right now, and he's giving over the rights to the scribe, to the sofer, to write the document, the get now, but he doesn't want it to be effective until right after he does Nisun. Okay? Why? <laughs> I have no clue. Maybe uh, they, she has to get a green card. You know, I don't know. Uh, somehow they need to be married for a minute and, you know, he wants to be helpful. I don't, I don't know. Okay? For whatever reason, that's what he writes. Hareza get. It's a valid get. Because even in Arusa is capable of giving a get. Since he's capable of giving a get now, he has the ability as well to appoint a cipher. Okay, we now turn to the top of Nun Beis Amad Beis. However, if you were to tell a sofer to write a get to a random woman, yeah, write a get, you know, I'm, I'm dating this woman. Have, have a get ready just in case. Ain't get, you can't divorce a woman who you're not married to. Now, boy, ask the Shaila a question searching for information. What if a Yavam does this for his Yavama? Yeah? So you have a woman waiting for Yavam, and the Yavam walks over to a sofa. He says, you know, get, get, get a get ready. Get a get ready. All right. And as soon as I do beer with her, I want it to be handed her. Since they are Ogud, Ogud means they are tied. They are tied together. Ka'arusa Damya will say that, listen, a Yavam Yava already has a Zika. There's a tie. There's a bond that's connecting them. And maybe he's already in a category of being capable of having a get written. Or perhaps, since he hasn't done Maimur, where the, once you do Maimur, the Chachamim say, listen, your Betorah's get. But until you do Maimur, there's the only thing you can do now is Chalitza. So maybe you're not yet in a stage like that. That's the Shaila, says the Gemara. I get the Shaila. It's a good question, Teku. Yeah, the question stands. Tishbi, Yataritz, Kushes, Babayis. We're going to wait for Eliyu Yanuvi to come and answer that question. Okay? Boy, Rav Chanani, Rav Chanani asked the Shaila, searching for information. Kosav, get lizi, kosav, If a Yavam wrote a get for his Zika and not for his mind. Okay. Meaning. This simple. A Yavama falls in Yibam and the Yavam has a get written right then and there. He has a get written right then and there. Okay. So, um, the, um, the halacha would be that she becomes usher right away because as we learned a few daf ago, he's already done the avera of not building his brother's house. All right. Now, what if he does mimer and then gives her a get? What if he does mimer and then gives her a get? Certainly. It's okay because that is the regular case of get. But what if he does mimer 
And you know what he writes? Get ready for this. After he does Mimer, he writes on the get, I, this get is severing our Zika. Ooh. Severing the Zika, well, you know, the Zika was there before the Mimer. So the Mimer must have done something else. So is the get enough to break it up? Or if he wrote for his Mimer, not a Zika mouth. Mimer, you love a Zika Karami. Do we say that in order to do Mimer, ready for this? You need a pre-existing Zika. Otherwise, Mimer didn't do anything. So when you wrote that document, it's like you're divorcing part of your wife and that doesn't work. That's not a separation. Or maybe we say, Zika came in biblically. The Mimer came in rabbinically. And Mamela, if you give a get, maybe the get would work because it would be effective for what it came in with. Says the Gemara, okay. It's a good Shiloh. However, maybe we should answer the Shiloh from something that Rava told us. The Amar Rava, Rava says, No son, get the marmarai, hotratsarasa of a person, right? So get to, um, after he did Mimer on one of the Yavamas, hotratsarasai, the Tsara, the other widow, now becomes mutter in Yibam. So Rava says like this, if you have a get that was given by Mimer, because of Mimer, nothing to do with Zika, the halacha is, it's a kosher get. So the Gemara says, maybe we should use Rava to tell me it's a kosher get. Says the Gemara, no, because who says they agree? So my, we want to know, according to Hanani's opinion, what's going to happen, answers the Gemara, knock them all again, Take a, we're unsure how to respond to that question. Tishbi yatad, it's kushes vabayas. Period. End of that Gemara. We now get into the next part of the Mishnah. Chalatz ve'osa maimer. Let's say the, the Yavam did chalitza and then he did maimer. Okay, so now what was, now we would say, listen, maybe it's valid. Why? You did chalitza and now you're going to do an erison. Except that what's the problem? Can you do erison in the woman he did chalitza with? No, right. You can't, right? First of all, she's a chiv kares, and uh, once you do once you do chalitza, you're done. That that was the rule of the Mishnah. Okay, says the Gemara. Amr Avira Marav Avira says the name of Rav. There's no problem. The Gemara is going to come to explain that that statement. Avira says the name of Rav. Zudivrei Rabbi Akiva. The Mishnah is are, is the words of Rabbi Akiva. The Amar Rabbi Akiva says in kedushin taivsim b'chayev ve'lavin. Kedushin is not effective. When you put the ring on a, on a woman's finger when she is a biblical transgression, a negative command. According to Chum, the Chum will say, no, even though you did Chalitza, if you do, if you do it afterwards, you are go, if you do Mimer, guess what? You're back to having an Arison. Because we're only dealing here with a, you're only, we're only de- dealing here with a love. Okay. Now, what's the love that we're concerned about right now? Once you, uh, the Pesach, once you decided you're not going to marry this woman, Shovla Yivna. Now remember, I, what about being your brother's wife? So remember, the woman who you do chalitza to loses her status of that. Remember the sugya? She loses that once she falls as Yavama. So that old sugya of being your brother's wife is out the door now. And the only woman who's your brother's wife is the woman you didn't do chalitza to. So the only issue here is a love. 
If it doesn't work, we say that must be Rabbi Akiva, not the Rabbanon, because according to Rabbanon, your mind should create, create a new Eris. Ask the Gemara, Is our Mishnah really authored by Rabbi Akiva? Let's look at the beginning of the Mishnah. If you give a get to a Yovama, and then you do Mimer, she needs a get for the Mimer and Chalitza, right? Now, the Rabbi Akiva, if it's Rabbi Akiva, Kivan Diyav Laget, once you gave her a get, you can't do Mimer. You already did the Avera. Vatanya, Rabbi Kiva, I mean, I am the noise and get the Avimbish, and Ezra love I love, Mishnah, the Yucha, Balarisha, and Asher Shilcha. Achar Shiluach, which means once you got divorced, there's, nothing, there's no going back. So why would the Mishnah say that once you do get, you can still have a mimer if, if Rabbi Akiva is the author of our Mishnah? Gavaldik Akasha, yeah, turning, turning the whole uh, halacha on its head. Um, Ravashi, Ravashi says, get Yavamin the Rabbanon, the entire sugya of Gitten, when it comes to Yavama, is rabbinically ordained, it's rabbinic decreed, ukra asmachta be'alma. And the Pasuk that we quoted of, layuchal bala harishon, asher sholcha, that once the husband who gave her a, a uh, you know, who gave her a get, is not allowed to take her back, that is an asmachta. What it means, it's not a din dairaisa, it's an asmachta, the Rabbanon sometimes make their own rabbinic decrees, and then, you know, hang it on a pasuk, kind of like to help us remember, but it remains rabbinic. The bottom line is, if it's only going to be rabbinic, biblically, maybe we'll say Taka would be um, a marriage. We learned it by simile, Amar Rebbe. Rebbe says, The words of our Mishnah is following Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Akiva held that a chalutza is mamish like an erva, again, because she's alive, and once you're alive, you're like an erva, and there's no kedushin, the chum will say, and they hence are not going to be the Tana of our Mishnah. When is that taka true, according to the Chachamim, where if you did Mimer, it's going to work, that's when the, the Yavam gave her the Mimer, Lishem Ishus, right? He did it, he gave her money, and basically he wasn't just trying to do a Mimer on a Yavama, because Lamaisha, she's not his Yavama anymore. What he was doing is Kedushin for the purpose of Ishus, a regular marriage, if he's giving her the money, Lishem Yivmus, Einachar Chalitza Klum. And once there's chalitza, what did you give her? A gift. <laughs> you walked over to a woman, you already did chalitza on her, you're Dunsky, that's it. She's also, you, you, you want to go ahead and hand the money, doesn't matter what you say. It's, it, you're, just giving her a, uh, you're just giving her a present, you're giving her something that's not affecting any sort of kedushin. Tanya Idach, we learned that the price is similarly, hachalitza liyavimta because of a kitchen. A guy does chalitza on his yavama. So they're totally done. I you know what he does afterwards. He walks over to her, puts a ring on her finger. Rebbe Aymer. Rebbe says, If he gave her money for the purpose of regular marriage, she needs a get, meaning it's forbidden to be married, but it was a valid um, transaction. It was a valid acquisition. But he gives her money for the purpose of Yibam. You're not married. You don't need a get. Right? Nothing happened. You thought she was a Yavam. It's not a Yavam. It's a regular woman. Uh, Either way, you need to get. What's the reason for Rebbe? That if you walk over to your Chalutza and you put a ring on her finger 
and you say yeah, I'm, that uh, you know I'm I'm marrying you for Ibam. Asua doesn't work. Why? Asua It's like somebody who works somebody else's field, thinking it's his the laikani, and it did nothing. Yeah, meaning it's 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 a it's a parable over here. What happens? You think that you own a field. So you go to the field. You mamish. You work the field. You take care of it. You plow it. Ah. You mamish two months. You're working. You're working this soil. All right. Two months later, guy comes along. He's like, "Hey, it's my field. It's your field. Yeah, it's my field." <laughs> She's like, "What do you mean? It can't be your field. I've been working this for two months. I thought it was, you thought it was an owner of this field. The guy who was converted. He passed away. There was no. Eh. Does it help just because you worked the field? That means that it became your field. No, it didn't become your field. Sorry. Yeah. So you walk over to a woman. Says Rabbi Yosef, you know what Rabbi holds. You walk over to a woman and you say, oh, I'm marrying you as a Yavama. I'm marrying you as a Yavama. You already did chalitz on her. I, I gave you money. How can you say I'm not married to her? Because <laughs> it's not yours. That's it. It's not your land, not your woman, not your thing. It doesn't work. Finished. Amalei Abai. Abai says, one second. Me dummy. I don't like the parable. Hasam lekani mechavin lemekni. When somebody, you know, plows the field. So you were, you were working the field thinking it was yours. Were you working the field thinking that now you have a new acquisition? No, you just thought it was yours. Over here, he mamish has kavana to acquire her as a wife. So therefore he says, I'll give you a different parable. Now keep in mind, there's a fascinating background to this that we have to know. Ownership in halacha is dependent on das. It's dependent on us. Now there's other ramifications. There's other things that need to be done as well. But if I take something from somebody that they never made ownerless, I'm, I'm stealing. If somebody makes something ownerless, they take their mind off of it, their ownership off of it, just with their mind. They declare it hefker, and I take it in, so now I'm the owner. What The only difference is whether their mind's on it or not on it. So you, the, the power of the mind is really what's giving somebody ownership. Yish with das... Abandoning something with knowledge—that's abandonment. You—you really need knowledge over here. So we say like this: says the Gemara, when you're working the field thinking it's yours, you never intended to acquire it. So that's why it's not yours. But over here, where he puts the ring on her finger and intended to acquire her, maybe it should be valid. So rather, I'll give you a better parable. He was working the field of one ger who passed away, but really. Um, it was a, it was a different Ger's property, Dikani. Over there, he actually does acquire the field. And then if he does acquire the field, ready for this? Beryl the Ger passed away. You work the field thinking it's Beryl's. Turns out, it was Yankul the Ger's field. You work the field now. Did you acquire it? Allah is actually yes. So says Abaye, maybe we should compare the case of a chalutza that I do, uh, that, that I think I'm doing my, you know, uh, I think I'm doing a regular marriage on, maybe I should compare those cases, because the mice, I didn't action, I just, you know, messed up, maybe I should have a, a, uh, a marriage, maybe I should have a bond now, the same way this guy who worked the field of the ger has a bond to the field, and it's his. 
Alam Rabbi Rather Rabbi says, Here's what happened. The Yavam walks over to his Chalutza. And he says, You're married to me with the Mimer of a Yavama. Rabbi Safar Rabbi says, Mimer ilave zika karami. In order to have Mimer, there has to be a pre existing zika. So your word Mimer ruined this entire thing. Once you do Chalitza, the bond is gone. It's uprooted, it's a poka. And therefore, you want to go say, I'm married to you with the Mimer of a Yavama? <laughs> What's the last letter of the olive page? Tough. Doesn't work. That's it. However, Rabbi Savar. However, Rabbanon Savri, but the Rabbanon hold, No, Mimer is not, is not dependent on Zika. You can have no Zika, and Mimer may still work. So in the beginning, meaning originally we thought, If the Mimer would have said, You're married to me with the Mimer of Eyavama, Milay Mehani, wouldn't have been valid. So here too as well, even though, um, um, even though there's no Zika anymore, Mahani, it should work. Beseder. So the Rabbana are saying like this, they say, listen, you know, if Maimur would have worked before the Chalitza, it's going to work after the Chalitza as well, as opposed to Rabbi Akiva, who's more Machmir. Rav Amarav gives another explanation, and we'll end with this step, it's going to take us on to tomorrow's daf. Rav says, if he walks over to his Chalitza, and he says, you are married to me with the mimer of a yavam. Kuli pligi Everybody agrees. The mahanya, it works. The same, why? Because you basically are saying, I want it to be effective like mimer and a yavama. Okay. You're not saying you are a yavama. I want it to be effective like a mimer of But here in our case, what are we dealing with? The former yavam. Says this Chalutza, his Kadshili busy Kasivim. Be married to me with the Zika of a Yavama. Oh, so now, what did, what's happening with that expression? So Rebbe Savar, Rebbe says, top of tomorrow's daf, Yesh Zika. He says, listen, before Chalutza, before Chalitza was done, there's always a Zika. There's always Zika. In, in order for Mimer to kick in, you need to have that pre-existing condition. But now that you do Chalitza, there's no longer a Zika. So Mimer also is out the window. No. Beforehand, meaning before the Chalitza. If the Yavam would have said, you are married to me with the Zika of a Yavama, wouldn't it have worked? Right? Meaning, I agree the Zika was there. This, but it existed. So if he would have walked over to before the Chalitza, before the Chalitza, and he says, you're married to it, again, the expression says, says the Chachamim, they say, listen, you used an expression saying, it would have worked then, so I want it to work now. It's not that I'm marrying you in the same way, with, with the same eifen, in the same way that that was effective. No, it's not what I'm saying, says Echem. You know what he's saying? The same way it was effective then, it should be effective now. He's focusing on the effectiveness as opposed to the, as opposed to the makeup of, of uh, what's creating the bond. And hence, since he's focusing on the effectiveness, since it was effective then, it's effective now, and they would be married. That is how Rava explains the Machlaikas. 
between Rabbi and the Chachamim. Kavaldik, we'll hold it here for today. We're up to Rav Shrav Omar Bez We will pick up from here tomorrow, Erev Shabbos, 12.15 p.m. Central. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.